Welcome to The Ship Show. If you haven't had your fill of snark yet, you're about to. Take it away, Jeff Newbarth. Why don't we get your intro? Can you hear me, Newbarth? I can hear you. What's okay. going on? It's Jeff Hello. Hashtag Chad. Welcome to The Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Are you subscribed? Do you subscribe? I do subscribe. Good. Of course. That would be helpful. Just oh, not. You know, Daniel Burns doesn't, doesn't subscribe to our podcast. It's crazy. Wow. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. Call us, 760-804-GOLF. We will have Newbarth, some Newbarth, why do you messages. sound so... You sound so like fast down today. Oh my god, I got to read all this. Crap Listen to the ship show. The music subscribe out. to the ship show. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we should hear? be happy because of what we just witnessed the last two days in Napa. Did you hear my grand plan to make this better? What? We're gonna have Amanda instead of like ripping us in the intro. Yeah. Say welcome to the ship show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network, and maybe nice. even do a subscribe message on it. That way we don't have to. Then I'm time. not out of breath by the time I like finish I like that. that. I, I literally like walk in here, dread having to read the open because <laughs> I'm scared the music's going to run out. So it's about Welcome to run the out. Welcome to the Ship Show, Pilot Cast Network. No. Are you subscribed? Are you subscribed? You should be. I know. SoundCloud, Plus, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, a lot of good podcasts out there. Yeah, but pick this one too. All right, we are back from Napa. It was hot up there, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, <laughs> to say <laughs> the least. It was like 105 yesterday. I'm I'm still drained from that sun. Because the, the thing that made it so challenging was you'd stand in the shade. It'd be, like, perfectly comfortable. Yeah. And then the you'd, like, go a clutch. foot away. But it wasn't like there was no breeze. It wasn't humid. Where it was like, because, like, if you're in the south, and we've both lived yeah. in the south, like, it's just hot whether it's, you're in the shade or the sun. Yeah. So, like, I was literally, Sean had this great idea to get this one angle. And I'm like, well, what if we get the angle over here? And we both look at each other. It's like, <laughs> well, then we could be in the shade. Exactly. <laughs> just get the same thing. All right. So let's talk about the Jaws tour launch. Thoughts on, uh, we haven't done this before. We, we, me, you, and Sean traveled up there. Yep. Um, kind three of man team. work with, uh, our, our tour team. So with a host of, uh, of guys, you know, let me see if I can name everybody. Dean, everybody, Soroka, Kevin, Simon, who people call Woody, not mm -hmm. two different people. Um, the, the wedgend, Roger Cleveland. I liked how the you legend. coined that you like name, that? the wedgend. That just came to me. I was uh, like, Patrick, that Patrick work. Dawson was up there from R&D. Oh, I forgot um, about Patrick. Yeah. Who, who else? Uh, did, I, did I say Sposa yet? Did you I say Johnny Thompson? Johnny was not Johnny there. Johnny was not there. Oh. Johnny was not there. Never That's why mind. I didn't say it, though. My bad. Um, I think that was everybody who Steph was up Curry, there. Steph Curry, as you can see. Stephen Curry was there. Um, the White Lobster was there. The White Lobster was there, yep. Um, boy, I, we got we to gotta talk about his sunscreen usage in a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing is we got to hang out with a bunch of our tour players. Yes. So, so basically what happened was this Jaws MD5 wedge um, this was a little different. It was actually available to consumers kind of before it was readily available for the tour. And I think the reason is that just how the timing kind of worked out. Um, and I think mostly because me and you wanted to go to Napa, not to Jackson the week before. Is that fair? <clears throat> I would say if given the opportunity to choose between the two. Yeah. Napa, California. Right. Or Jackson, Mississippi. We've been to both. I would 10 times out of 10 choose Napa, California. Maybe 11 out of 10. Maybe 11 out of um, 10. So to me, the, the the highlights were just seeing kind of the excitement from some of the tour guys um, and the tour pros Yeah, I was with these. I was telling a lot of people that were asking me about how the launch went that I've never seen a an excitement about a wedge like I saw from our tour pros this week. Yeah. Like they saw some of the social content we started posting Monday morning. So a lot of the guys hadn't gotten there yet. A lot of guys were traveling Monday, got yeah, there. It's on not Tuesday. easy travel from Jackson to, uh, right. And so I was getting a lot of direct messages from players 
like Hadwin, Dylan oh, nice. Fratelli being like, I hope you have some. Adam Hadwin was like, I hope you have some with an AH stamp, stamped on them. Did so, they think you were like doing the stamping? Uh, I guess so. I don't wow. know. They got to learn your job. I know. I was like, dude, I just take pictures of the stamping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it, it spoke volumes because, you know, this is a wedge. Like, right. you know, players... Like I feel like they when they kind of stick when they kind of get their wedges dialed they stick with them. Yeah, they change the actual wedge to keep the the, the grooves fresh, right. but they don't change these very it, often. It to me is not a product that you that you anticipate players being like goo goo gaga over, mm-hmm. right? But that's kind of how it was, yeah. um, which really surprised me because people were very very excited about these. So um, you know they obviously look beautiful and they been like crazy yeah. around so, the green so so the staff bags were amazing yeah staff so bags were so great. that helped there were five of those sitting out there on the range and the range and short game area were close to each other not close to the truck as as we learned from yes. hike after hike. quite a ways away but um some of the players that i got to kind of see work with them so furic who i always enjoy when furic is working with product because he's you know very technical well, he's very right? technical and and he's been around the block a few times so you're not just going to be able to like wow him and say look, look at the pretty colors look at look at the blue <laughs> and and oh it's shark name that that i get it so it's sharp yeah um no he he sat there so we sat right next to jim again sean and i positioning ourselves in the shade um which was very nice of jim and fluff count and they were sitting there and they were hitting balls so jim wanted to see how high the ball was was flying so, you know, again, a lot of these younger kids will grab TrackMan or do whatever. No, no, no. Jim's like, we're going all the way to the right because they had a little fence with a net on the edge of the driving range there. Yeah. And he determined the height of that fence is exactly where he wanted his ball to flight with his 56 degree when he's kind of three-quartering it, hitting that 75 to, to 90-yard shot. So literally, he's sitting there just hitting balls. at the And Fluff is going like, yep, that was a little below the fence height. That was a little... And they got it, like, dialed in. So Roger comes over, and you'll see this in this old mic'd up piece that's coming out today. Um, and Roger and Jim took his old wedge and his new one, and they saw there was, like, just a minute difference in the grind. Yeah. And Roger's like, all right, well, I'll go fix that. And Roger gets in a golf <clears throat> cart, because Roger had a golf cart to go back and forth. By the way, can we talk about how great Roger is? Yeah, can we just day. Can we just turn this into a Roger appreciation podcast? And- I mean, the guy is an absolute legend. Yeah. He'll give anyone the time of day. If a random person off the street walked up to him and asked him about his life story, he would stop and he would tell the guy's life story. I mean, he's he no one is too big or too small for him to talk to. He's just always in a good mood. He's always down to do whatever you want him to do. Yeah, for sure. He's amazing. So we, we put a mic on him for, for the better part of two days. Yep. And he was a little scared because he's like, well, you're going to be able to hear what I'm thinking, right? I'm like, well, no, only if you say it. So we kind of had to get over a little bit of that. But then he just gets in this mode where he goes up and talks to people. Um, I mean, he, you know, the first day, there wasn't a lot of action on the, on, on the range because of the travel. So Taylor Gooch is out there, and he had just gotten his wedges. So Roger wanted to run up to him. And, and Taylor's from Oklahoma. And was there a lot of wind playing where you grew up in Arkansas? Um, or was not, that more Texas, not Oklahoma? Not as bad as Oklahoma, but so, there was, yeah. So Taylor is just just he needs to flight them really, really low. So that's that's kind of the what's whether it's going on the bag or not is depending on that yeah. flight. So he and Roger sat there and Roger's working on him with technique in addition to the wedge and they got it to flight exactly how we wanted to. And just the conversation they had was was so into it the same way that a random volunteer there could come up to Roger yeah. and talk to him about a lesson that Roger did at a clinic 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, the other thing we discovered is Roger has sweaters older than Akshay Batia. Wow. And he still wears them. That's awesome. Yeah. The OG. The OG. Uh, and I think it's, it's it helps. It speaks volumes when players 
can sense Roger's presence out there too. You know, I mean, he's an absolute legend of the game and you know that if he's coming out to, I mean, you look at the Maverick McNeely video that, that we edited on and posted on Tuesday. He was like, yeah, Maverick was like, it's because of Roger that my short game went from one of the worst aspects of my game to the Mm -hmm. best. And so, you know, that speaks volumes with, like you said, it's not just Roger there to, to mess with your grind. He's giving you insight on technique and how to use the wedges and uh, players, you know, that are on the PGA tour for them to actually listen to him is, you know, tells you that people have, they pay attention to what he has yeah, to say. And, and the couple things I learned from Roger just kind of eavesdropping, because I literally was just had headphones on listening to him all day, is the shot that a lot of the guys kind of define how the wedge works for them is that super hard pan, almost that, that ridiculous tight lie. Uh, you'll see Akshay. Skull City his, for me. Yeah, you'll see Akshay and his coach, George Gankus, working on it. Roger's working on him with technique, basically saying, well, you can open it a hair and then your ball position, but then the way he was calling it, how you have to nip it. Yeah. So you basically have to nip that ball. Um, and, and, and Akshay was getting this, you know, because we all think like, oh, God, when you're in this really tough rough, whether it's like, you know, Kikuyu or U.S. Open rough, that's the – for those guys, that's not as hard because they just got to make clean contact and let the, the – ball's going to release and whatever but they want to be able to control off the hard pan so you'd see player after player was patrick rogers um leishman just tr- taking the wedge and trying to hit it out of super super tight conditions and then opening it different degrees to see what how it would react it was awesome yeah and that's the one thing that with the mic'd up piece that we are going to be pushing, putting out today was like you know i wanted to capture the like the way that roger interacts with players whenever they're whenever he feels like there's not a camera on him mm-hmm. and because that's like the most authentic interactions that you can you can imagine having with Roger and a tour pro and that's like that's the insight that we wanted to show and so yeah you guys literally sat there with a the mic on him for how many hours on Tuesday it, 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 until the sun melted the yeah, mic right yeah um, was... the, the other thing I learned about Roger is he's an airpod guy he is huge AirPod he's guy. He's a single AirPod guy, right? Well, single the reason AirPod he's a single guy. AirPod guy is because he's he's rotating between the two for battery. He hasn't figured out if you put him in that battery charger, <laughs> you get that extra little bit of juice on it. But yeah, single AirPod, and he was listening to what some Zeppelin. What else was he? listening to? He listens to, to uh, Brazilian music, right? Jazz and Zeppelin. Yeah, when I heard him, he was he was rocking out to a little Zeppelin. Yeah. Which was I, I thought that was fantastic. But I think ninety percent of the time there's nothing playing in his air. No, no. But but he was he was just there because it's it's yeah. kind of a look. It's kind of like you and AJ it's a look. Like and I think when he bit. gets a call, yeah. he doesn't ha- he can just press yeah. it. you know, and just talk. I'm convinced he's come into the marketing area enough time on his way to see Nevs. He's passed you and AJ. Yeah, and he and he only walks on one side. So I think he thinks you guys only have one in. <laughs> and he's like, well, I kind of like to be like those guys. That could be true. So, Fun um, fact, yes, really Lex. quick before you move on. This morning, Sean and I were in the studio and Chad walked in. You walked in through the door and Sean was like, Chad, Chad, hey, Chad. And I was like, oh my gosh, he has his AirPods in. Yeah. Didn't even notice. I didn't. I know. Because he had his AirPods in. I know. No, it's I didn't though, have you my can't AirPods. See. Oh, you didn't have your AirPods. Like, you so just ignored Sean. That have, yeah, oh, here's Sean. Come wave, Sean. Oh, that's I was telling awesome. Chad about how he didn't hear us say hello this morning. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Hi. Anyways. Sean, Sean looks a little happier now than uh, that the heat has stopped. Yeah. Uh, carrying the gear in, in that heat and just caring for the gear. Is uh, is not good. All right, so let's hit a couple other a couple other Napa things. Uh, I always want to ask you this after you get back from these things. If if um, if someone said to you, pick one photo of all the pictures you took during the trip, 
For how, how many pictures do you think you take during like a two day or three day trip to, to um, something like that, like a tour launch? It was probably about thousand or so. Okay. So if I had to say one pick, what would it be? Yeah, what would it be? Um. <clears throat> Really, there's a couple of the Jaws wedges, like that one right up there, that mm-hmm. are it's really good. There's some good ones of Steph. The problem was that we're not allowed to take pictures on the golf course. So the most picturesque part of a yeah. trip like that, we're not allowed to take pictures of. So I was confined right. to the You're tour restricted. truck and the range, which was and the practice the areas. Re- practice areas, it's like it's packed with a billion people, so yeah. it's like tough to get any kind of cool shots. So mm-hmm. uh, a little restricting, but... Um, there's a there's a few good ones when Steph came on the truck, um, and then just some pictures of those the Jaws wedges. So, but I am proud that we followed the rules. Yeah, we did. I, there wasn't one time where where Sean and I knowingly broke a rule. No, and that's that's not really like our yeah. style. So, congratulations to us. Yeah, good job, guys. It was interesting because I I got a text from Ethan yesterday, and he pointed out the fact that uh, it was already Wednesday, and he had not gotten a call from the tour yet about us. Sweet. That's um, a win in my book. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a little disappointed in us for that because <laughs> I always like when Ethan gets the call. That always makes me kind of smile. All Ethan, right. Ethan secretly likes that too. He does secretly like the call, especially when we're holding up play at a at, at an almost major. Right. Because we're on the actual golf course. Really, <laughs> come on, people. All right, let's talk a little bit about Phil and Steph. So uh, you were there yesterday. Sean and I flew home. Um, side note: the the Santa Rosa Airport, Sonoma County Airport. Yeah. Named after uh, Charles Schultz, the Snoopy guy. Probably my new favorite airport on the planet. Sushi but restaurant. Your flight was delayed. Steakhouse. I know it was great. We had a sushi restaurant and a steakhouse while nice. we were delayed. Nice. And they don't even let you go to the gate because there's only one gate until the plane's ready to take off. Huh. So you just kind of sit in there and hang. Nice. People couldn't have been nicer. Love it. Uh, the airport's about the size of the podcast studio. <coughs> oh, really? It's that small? <laughs> it's that small. It's Why do you go there? Because it's nonstop flight at San Diego. It's only like 30 minutes from Napa. Oh, it's only 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Little less, uh, little less options than uh, than you you did with Sacramento. So let's talk about Stefan, Phil, uh, a player whose name and likeness we don't own, and uh, your former favorite quarterback, Tony Romo. Yeah, how was that? We also don't own Tony Romo's name and likeness, but yeah, but Tony Romo's not a tour pro. We can say Tony Romo. <laughs> he works um, with Amanda. It's true. Yeah. That's we almost have name and likeness of Tony Romo because of our friendship with That's Amanda. True. We have like second degree of separation, yeah. name and likeness. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was so I I was texting with uh, with Bryant Barr, who is basically the lobster Steph's, uh, handler, or manager, or whatever you want to call it. Sunburn warning on him. Yes, sunburn warning. Um, they took a helicopter yesterday morning. Of course they did. Um, from San Francisco, the Bay Area, to Napa. Um. Did Phil immediately say, "I have a, I came here in a jet"? No, okay. but they, the pilot of the helicopter, took. Uh, Bryant posted on his Instagram story. They went underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. What? Like they were flying toward the Golden Gate Bridge, and they went under the helicopter, it. and they went underneath it. And I was like, "Dude, that that's awesome! Is probably illegal? No, no, I'm sure it's perfectly legal. I mean, that I seems want to get crazy. that pilot in trouble." That seems crazy to me. Uh, we'll see if have, Ethan gets a call on when that. When you have a uh, global superstar like Steph Curry in the back. Yeah, but that the Golden Gate Bridge any... is high. It's not like the helicopter's not going to fit. Yeah, but still, I don't know, man. I can't wait Whatever. to see Phil do it with his jet this week. And then, uh, so they got there, and they Steph went and had some food, and then... Um, what, did, what did Steph eat? Oh, no, wasn't there. Oh, man. Um, but 
the only reason I know that is because Bryant was like, hey, after we eat, uh, Steph wants to come by and see the tour truck. Because nice. Steph is a, I mean, he geeks out yeah, he over does. this stuff. And I, I kept trying to explain to Bryant, like, what this was and why Steph would like to come over here. I was like, right. he I was like, if you guys, you know, because it was a little bit of ways away from the range. But yeah, they had it was cart. quite far. They had, they had uh, transportation. They didn't take the helicopter from the, the range to the tour <laughs> truck? No, they didn't do that. Okay. Um, and... Steph like didn't want to leave. Uh, yeah. uh, so Kev, as you can see there, was awesome. Gave him a, a tour. He met all the guys, uh, nice. and he he just like he was asking he was asking Kev like the most you know golf nerd questions you've ever you know and and like I'm just sitting there like this is awesome because um, you know people don't realize how into golf and golf equipment Steph is right. and how like in, interested he is and all of that about like yeah Kev was like you know some guys will be able will come in here and. They'll put a driver down and they can tell if that's, you know, 0.3 degrees right. uh, more loft than their gamer or, you know, whatever. Like they can just sit it down and look at it and tell it yeah. and tell. Well, well, you you weren't in there because uh, you were on the course early in the day when Hadwin came in. So Hadwin came in and got, all, as he called it, all new handles on his clubs, which which translates into grips. And Hadwin calls them handles? Handles, yeah. Kevin was putting some handles on his on his clubs. Um, <gasps> must be a Canadian so, thing. It must be a Canadian thing. Um, so anyway, so as soon as Kevin would finish, Adam would take the club and go to the loft and lie machine, and he just, you know, he knows that a seven iron is this and a six iron is this. And just through travel and stuff, they get kind of banged yeah. up. And, and you know... It's just the attention to detail these guys it's do, which is unbelievable. Which is which is something you just can't see. We need to figure out a way to to kind of put a, a permanent camera on the tour truck and just whenever we want, just watch it. Yeah, that would be awesome. It just just would be. Do you think those guys, guys would like, be open for that? No, no. <laughs> let, let, let me let me call and and, yeah. and make some requests. So then we went from the truck to the range for a few, and it was it was crazy because like Steph is so freaking good at golf, like right. it's unbelievable. He he sh he shows up to the range like fifteen minutes before his tee time. He pulls out, uh, he had uh, some new Jaws wedges that we just gave him that he loves, but he pulled out like a wedge and then like an eight iron <clears throat> and just hit like five eight irons in a row straight off the helicopter. Right. Like just pured straight in that the same exact shot. It was crazy. I was like, this guy is just so effortless. He just He's has, he has a knack for repeatable motions, I guess, yeah. because I mean, it was a sight to see. I'm like, I would, if I was like taking my first shots in front of a billion people watching me, I would yeah. chunk it, skull it. He just striped yeah, he's, he's slightly more athletic than you. Not much. I mean, a little slightly. bit, a little bit. That's de debatable. Debatable. Dep depends on who you ask. Right. And then we got to the first tee. Phil gave him shit for, uh, for wearing pants. Because he's he uh, accused yeah. him of uh, covering calves. his calves. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. And that got things kicked off. And, and so how many holes did you walk with him? Uh, I walked probably like six holes. Yeah. And then was it what, what was the scene like though? Was it just like like? Oh, it was a madhouse. Yeah, yeah. it was a madhouse. Yeah, there's a um, buddy of mine went just to go watch that. So, <clears throat> really? So he he texted me Tuesday night and said, "Hey, is there any way you can get me tickets for Safeway?" And I said, "Sure, happy to help you out." And I'm like figuring he wants to go the weekend. He yeah. goes, "I want to go Wednesday because I want to walk with Steph and Phil." <laughs> I'm like, "Do you want to go during the tournament?" He goes, "No." He goes, "I want to go walk with Steph and <laughs> That's Phil." That's awesome. So it was pretty cool. You know who else was there? is um riley the girl yeah. who wrote the note yeah so she showed up oh that's awesome did and he so, know did 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 stefan know that, that riley was coming um i think so okay. but like, brian obviously knew yeah but they they saw him in the crowd and steph pulled her out and took awesome. a picture with her and she was wearing her her curry 
nice sixes or whatever yeah, the they special were. curry shoes yeah. that, that, that she got me so that that's was really amazing. cool that she showed that's up amazing all right last thing i want to get to on napa before we move on to lex's new york trip is uh what is napa known for besides excellent golf and jaws tour launches grapes grapes ah, did you get any while you were there you know what didn't have a single glass of wine amazing what i it's amazing i don't know why i just didn't really think about it i was never in a i was never really at i didn't really ever have time to like sit down and eat oh yeah the one night we did sit down and eat we went to a mexican place right um and so i I didn't have a single glass of wine all right well what about you newbark uh i did did you i did Uh, i think the main reason you didn't have any wine is because i had the wine that might have been why. Yeah. Between yeah. Mark Leishman and I, we joked that uh, that that we had all the wine. <laughs> um, but no, it was uh, I had some some absolutely ridiculous ones. And you um, bought you took some home with you, right? I did, I did. Um, there was a six pack that, uh, nice. that 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 made it on the plane. Went to that same place where when we were up there a couple weeks ago uh, in Yountfield to buy the little the little styrofoam. But last time I had to buy the three nice. pack. Nice. This one I had to get the six pack. Did that? So. Did all the bottles make it home oh, yeah. safely? Yeah, nice. safe and the little fragile Fragile stickers on them. Fragile made it uh, safe and sound. They're already in the cellar, and uh, in a few years they will be enjoyed. Nice. All right. Well, that's a wrap on Napa. If you have any questions about uh, things we didn't answer on Napa, if you want to know what else Chad stamps, if you want to know Chad's second favorite picture, whatever ship show, CallawayGolf.com or call us. No one calls us anymore. Seven six zero eight zero four Golf. Give us a ring. Yeah, call. It doesn't hurt to call. Um, Kevin Napier said also that if anyone has any questions for Kevin, he will be coming by here after Houston. So the tour goes from Napa to Vegas to Houston, and then it goes on a swing over in Asia. He will be bringing the tour truck here um, right after Houston, and he said he would pop in and do a podcast. So what I was going to say is we can kind of make that a questions for for the trucker. Um, so ship show let us know what questions you have for Kevin and we will do a nice long podcast maybe even cut it up to a couple of them uh, and get some of those things answers but Lex you went to the apple I did the big big one well so Sarah and I went to um, we actually were staying in Brooklyn we went to a women's golf event with this group called Gruder Golf run by Kiki Gruder and three of her friends Jen Haley and Aaron Um, they get like a group of girls about our age. So like mid twenties, all the way to like early forties to go play golf, go play a scramble like once, once a month really. And they have some co-ed events too, but we went for the ladies only event, and, um, it was, it was really cool. We got to meet, um, about a hundred girls, well, 85, close to a hundred. Um, and we went to play golf with them and podcast with them and just like get to see what this event is about because there's not really a lot of events like this, especially out here. All right. So we have a couple questions for you. Yeah. Um, what did Andrew Kipper do to embarrass himself? <laughs> so, Can we ask about that? Chad? Well, yeah. One of the. I sent him that picture, Lex. Yeah. He was cracking up. It was really funny. So. Um, they, one of the things they do at their tournaments in order to like make it a little bit different and with the times, um, they have this thing called the cart boy sponsorship and now they have the cart girls because it's 2019 and love is love. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can sponsor a hole and make a sign with your picture, your Instagram handle, your phone number, whatever. And then you have your occupation if you're a member somewhere and then you have a, um, a one liner. And funny enough, I knew one of the guys out there, Andrew Kipper, who's an agent for um, some golfers that we know. And his liner was Big Robe Guy. Wow. Yeah. Big Robe Guy. 
But that was uh, something that was really cool. Robe guy. That that sponsorship was something that was really cool and different. Their goodie bags were definitely like not something that you would see every day because they had like um, CBD gummies in there, some golf balls with their logo on it, which is pretty traditional, but lots of like gift cards and cool things that you can do around the city related to golf, including um, go to five iron, which is a simulator golf place that we actually went to the day before the tournament, which was amazing. So, so big robe guy. Yes. Um, I saw him on Tuesday by the range and all I'm going to say is big robe guy's phone wasn't ringing off the hook. <laughs> you know, they've actually had a successful relationship They're, like there's a couple not if you call engaged. yourself big robe guy. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> There was an, another guy who was a member at Sleepy Hollow, and that's all I remember. Nice. You know, what's yeah. funny about that is that, Jeff, I could see you being a big robe guy. I'm not a robe guy. You're not? No, not at all. I totally would have so, pegged you for like so, a guy who loves to no, wake up, no, no, throw no, no, on no. a good robe. Something me and you have in common is we both don't like being hot. Yeah, As true. you could tell from <laughs> our trip to Napa. Yeah. So we've discussed this. I'm always fighting to get the fan on. Oh, yeah. I always have the door open, the window open. So the last thing I want to do is add a, add a big, layer of heavy warmth. heavy robe, yeah. Big robe That's guy. true. That's true. Um, all right, Lex, what kind yeah. of golfers did you encounter? Um, so there was actually more beginner golfers there than anybody who's experienced. So there was like a few girls who played regularly or had actually had membership somewhere. A lot of the girls rented clubs and a few of them had almost never hit a golf ball ever. They just came because their nice. friends invited them. So Love that it. was really cool. And we got to like talk to them about equipment and some of the stuff that we do nice. and like how the you know, how the game can be made easier with equipment that's fit to you, all that kind of stuff. Um, there was one girl who came up to me and said she had like some beef and I was like, Oh, okay. So she's like six, two, probably she's really tall. And, um, she was like complaining that most clubs are not like that. She can't play them because of the standard lengths and, or that she has to play men's clubs. And I was like, you're, I mean, you're tall, you're taller than average. It's not that we don't make clubs for you. We do. You just well, have yeah, to get, you have to get, have to get fit. Fit. that's yeah, a pretty simple thing. Really tall. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. We, we make them. I promise. You, you know, the other thing I can't get out of my head is that big rogue guy is not that tall. So like, it's actually, he's kind of like, like medium rogue guy. Right. All you're taking away from this is big rogue guy. In five years from now, Lex, when you ask me about oh that trip, goodness. I'm going to think of Big Rogue okay, Guy. Okay, one last thing. Yeah, I want to ask you about the formats. The format? It was yeah. a scramble. It was best ball, So, um, which was the best way to play. And let me tell you, we played for like five hours and only got through 13 holes. Oh, my God. Um, Whoa. It was a really long round. <laughs> That's um, But it's because, I mean, everyone is out there to like have fun. And you can turn in whenever you want. Get they it, have you, like, you could have, have fun like in less than five hours. Ready. Right. But, oh, okay. Um, but they yeah so that's like ready and ready to go whenever you are and then they have like drinks and they played musical chairs and they have food and all the raffle prizes which included three dozen super soft golf balls and a new jaws wedge um designed by anthony toronto um all the raffle prizes are just raffle so that you don't have to earn anything oh nice really fun it's not like closest to the pin or long drive or anything like that they have that. Or furthest they have away that from big robe guy. Who are they? Have that for the people who like want to participate. But since most of the golfers that they attract are brand right. new, it doesn't make sense to like push for that. You know. Right. Right. That makes sense. All right. Nice. Last. Last one, Lex. Where can people follow Gruder so they can uh, get involved? You can follow them on Instagram. That's probably the best place at Gruder Golf. G R U E T E R Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and watch out for our podcast coming soon. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a full Boomski. recap with you and Sarah on that. 
Um, I just looked on Instagram, and the uh, the handle uh, at Big Robe Guy is taken, so we can't offer oh, that to Kim. Bummer. All I right. bet that's a good handle. Two quick things to get through a couple listener messages. Uh, Bunker Snot. Yo, ship show crew. Except for Callaway releasing the new Jaws wedges, I would expect everyone's club selections to be pretty stable going into the fall. You don't know us very well. So Lex, Jeff, and Chad, let's get a run of what's in your bag. And if you're looking to change, I'm hoping Lex has something new and epic and can job at it. Start the chorus, but Lex, to the granddaddy. For what it's worth, uh, we're not going to read your bag, Bunker Snot Guy. All right, uh, Lex, what's in your bag? Um, I have an epic flash driver, 10 and a half degree. Um, I have a Rogue 3-wood and a 7-wood and a Rogue 4-hybrid, um, which, fun fact, is my favorite club right now um and then i have um apex irons one degree strong five through a and um one jaws- degree strong Look yeah at lex yeah. and um i have three jaws wedges thank you devs nice. um a 50 a 54 and a 58 i had to remember that because i just changed the gapping in my wedges and then um, I have a like stroke a lab number here. seven. She literally sounds like a yeah. tour pro. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Yeah. That's are they, are that. your irons like hard stepped? What? <laughs> At all? Or? I don't know what that means. There's a lot of talk on the, <laughs> with the wedges about the stepping of the shafts. Really? A lot of talk about that. All right. What, what do you got going on there? Well, <clears throat> my bag is pretty stable at the moment. Uh, I've got Epic Flash Driver and Three Wood. I've got an Epic Flash Hybrid. Hybrid. Three Hybrid. I've got Apex Pro or Apex Combo Set irons. Nice. Where, um, where's your break in that? Well, the only break that it comes with is the eight iron. Yeah, but you could do something different. Well, I get the the combo set that's available to the public because a they're all the same finish, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, b yeah, yeah, the yeah, lofts yeah. are adjusted yeah, so yeah, that yeah. it's that a sense. it's a transition. Makes sense. Um, and then I got some new Jaws wedges. Nice. 50, 55, 60. So you go fifty. 55. So you 60. don't use the A wedge. 50 is my A wedge. No, I'm saying, but you don't use the A wedge oh, that comes no, with, the, the with the set. No. Okay. I've and never done that. Marksman I always Potter. use the A wedge. You're a marksman. You're I back to the marksman. The back on oh. the marksman right. train. Um, mine, uh, just know I'm using a, uh, a Truviz Tito's golf ball oh. and this Atlanta putter that I can't mess with. Nice. That's all you need to know. Nice. Everything else is stock. I, I have not got a Jaws wedge yet because uh, I have two PM grinds. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm debating. Uh, Roger talked me into a 54, but uh, to replace the PM grind, he he said from a, a 90 yard shot, I'm going to be happier with that. It won't roll up the face as much. Yeah, I'd say that's probably so, true. And so also, I would to listen him. to Roger. No, I was say, I'm just going to listen to him. Uh, finally, David Horlander didn't mean to get too deep here. Could Newbarth's bird be someone reincarnated? If Jeff's, who could it be? You know what? All I'm going to say is. If you enjoy that question, you will enjoy Tuesday's A15 podcast with Lex interviewing David Horlander. Because you're going to get gold like that. Like, is my bird something reincarnated? <laughs> All I'm going to tell podcast. you is gold, I, was away, I was away from Friday till Tuesday night. No bird crap on the patio. Wow. So the, the, the new measures we have uh, undertaken are working. Nice. Not harming the bird because nice. he's still in the back of the yard. I see him back there. I'm watching him now. You got eyes on him. Yeah, we got eyes on him. All right. Quick par five picks. Uh, you know what? AJ's doing that. He's not here, so we don't do those today. Can we just touch on Dallas and New Orleans? Sure. I'd rather, as long as we're not talking about my team. Dallas is going to win. Good. That's it. I'm rooting for That's you. That's it. That's all there is. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting against Houston. I'm rooting against Pittsburgh. And I'm accepting that Miami's going 0-16. Simple as that. Yeah, they could go 0-16. They probably will. All right. 
Tuesday, David Horlander with Lex. Is Finley on that one, Lex? He is. We Finley's had, on we that had a one. phone call. A lot of people are going to be back from the uh, from the sales meeting, so I'm sure we'll have some dirt on that uh, for late next week for the podcast on Thursday. Thanks for coming in and joining yeah, of me course. on this. Thanks, Thanks for a fun couple me. days up in Napa. Enjoy 70 degrees San Diego, and we will see you next week on The Ship Show. You know, I've been standing here waiting for these guys to finish up since the podcast started. Can I at least get a chair? Anyways, thanks for listening to the Pirate Ship Show. We'll see you next time. Visit CallawayGolf.com for more.